Man, thank you again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I am your host, Jerome Thornton, man, representing Bastrop, Louisiana, by way of Chicago, by way of Elgin, by way of Rockford, Illinois. Man, what's going on with y'all? Um, this is volume number 40 of the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, Quarantine League. Man, thanks again for tuning in. As you all know, the subject matter is going to change um, from politics now we're going to be going more and leaning more toward the um, hip hop and entertainment and fashion. Um, politics just didn't feel right for me. It was, you know, because my stance on politics is not going to change. I'm always going to support the hood. I'm always going to support black businesses and empowerment and economics. So I felt like that I was communicating the same things over and over. And as a result, I was actually robbing you, the actual listener. But um, with hip hop, and uh, rap, music, R&B, fashion trends is something that I've always loved. So this is what my passion is, and this is what I'm going to focus on. Um, there's been a whole lot of different things going on in the past couple days um, from anything from or a week, from anything from King Von being murdered, RIP to him, to him and his family, to Mo3. We had already talked about that, the slain Dallas rapper. Now, um, Lil Boosie, you know, from my home state, Louisiana, he goes out to Dallas looking to pay his respects um, to Mo3. Unfortunately, um, this was in a, I would say, an op neighborhood of Mo3, which is Oak Cliff, which is South Dallas. And as a result of that, it was perceived as a, that Boosie was coming there to not say avenge Mo three, but he was just in the wrong place. Somebody should have let like let him know, like, hey man, you know what? You come into an actual area. They got shooters over there. Um, you know these this neighborhood and most three neighborhood, the most the, the area that most three was from. They really didn't get along, or there was some type of beef or whatnot. But what ended up happening is is that they end up shooting um, Boosie's Sprinter van and another car. Um, there was there were some reports allegedly that. Boosie got shot in the leg. Hey, man, you know, first of all, I like to let everybody know that young Boosie is, he's trying to transform his life. First of all, I mean, man, I was back. I'm, you know, I've been a Boosie fan since he was on Pimp C's label. You know what I'm saying? Way when him and Lil Webby was rocking out, you know, and they was calling themselves Lava Boys and all this type of stuff, man. So Lil Boosie really does have a street background. And I'm not saying that to glorify it, but that's just who the that's just who this man is. And I think that maybe he should have reached out to somebody that was in Oak Cliff and was like, hey man, you know what? We ain't coming out here on no bullshit. We just I'm just coming out here to um to salute my partner. Hey man, y'all cut that shit out. You know what I'm saying? On, on some real grown man shit. But they wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he did and they weren't just trying to hit. But allegedly, again, Lil Boosie got shot. You know what I'm saying? So um, if he did, hopefully he's doing well. Hopefully he's not going to retaliate on some dumb shit. Because um, really what it's all coming down to is, and I say this all the time, when you're in business, the best thing that you could do is mind your business. Um, and there's people that's out there that's focusing on this entertainment shit. And it's being spilled over into the streets. You see what I'm saying? That's why some people say the rap game is just as cutthroat and as vicious as the street game. And you're starting to see these things come out. Except that now, with it being more shootings, 
right? With it being more shootings, things are just are just crazy. Um, speaking about another rapper that's from my home state, Lil Wayne just got a federal charge about a about a gun from back in 2011. Somebody, I guess, for, if it's not 2011, he just got charged the other day. But he just got a federal gun charge, could be facing up to 10 years. And I'm like, damn, my man wheezed and <laughs> campaigned for Donald Trump and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? And they just going to hit him after that? Man, shit, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ain't on shit. <laughs> they didn't did my man Wheezy like that. But you know what I'm saying? We we praying for Wheezy, you know what I'm saying, that he's able to get out of this situation. Because one thing about Lil Wayne and two things for certain. You see what I'm saying? Lil Wayne is an artist first. And he's really not on that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? He waves the red flag and everything. and But really and truly, from what I see, you know what I'm saying, it's more of his associates and that's... That's his neighborhood. So, you know what I'm saying? He automatically has an affiliation with Bloods. And he talked about that in his um, Drink Champs video or interview, by the way, about how he started, um, about why he started back rocking the red bandana and different things like that. It was because, you know what, people in his neighborhood was like, hey, man, you know what? We don't rock like that. You see what I'm saying? We're not doing that. You already know that shit. And if you come over here false flagging, basically, shit, you know, you're a target just like anybody else. And shit, he was a smart man and he obliged to the situation. So salute the little Wheezy, salute the little Wayne, salute to everybody from Louisiana. But anybody that's in the hip hop world knows one thing and two things for certain, especially specifically with down south rap and culture. There have been two men that really carry the Atlanta scene right on its back and really, really put Atlanta onto another platform. Now, some would say, man, shit, are you talking about... Um, Killer Mike, are you talking about T.I.? You know, depending upon which conversation you're saying, you know what, because they have lifted Atlanta in different uh, different stratospheres and conversations. But when you're talking about the streets and really, really on some, on some just good old-fashioned hood drama, it's no other than Gucci Man on one side and Young Jeezy on the other. They have agreed to an actual versus battle. And in my opinion, I think this is something that is cool. I think it's something that's dope. I think that if anybody or any place should pull something like this off with two regional um, kings in regards to their work and in regards to their contributions to the actual trap and rap culture, um, it should be Jeezy and Gucci. You see what I'm saying? Or Gucci Mane. You know what I'm saying? Goo-wop. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, when a lot of people talk about Young Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? For a minute, you know what I'm saying? He, was, he wasn't calling himself um, Young Jeezy. He was just calling him Young. Or then he just changes to Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, these, these people are very, very interested. And I just want you all to know, for everybody that's out there that's new um, to the hip-hop genre, Gucci and... Jeezy, both are actually not from Atlanta. Let's start there, okay? Um, they moved to Atlanta in early ages. Gucci Man is from Alabama. Jeezy is from South Carolina, all right? They moved to Atlanta. They came up, you know what I'm saying, very young age. They came up. They actually, they did an actual song together. It was one of my favorite songs, um, So Icy. I'm so I say, 
So I said, hey, all these girls excited. Yeah, well, you know, you see why I didn't make it, you know, you see why I didn't make it as an actual rapper. But after that, after that, problems started to happen. Um, allegedly, the whole beef broke down as or started when Jeezy refused to actually perform on side of Gucci Man. And ever since then, there's been beef. Um, but it was squashed, uh, I think it was back in 2015 um, on a Sway interview. No, actually 2011 on a Sway interview. Um, both rappers, you know, of course, they would, they didn't do an interview together, but both rappers had stated that they didn't have any problems with each other. I mean, of course, everybody knows uh, about the actual skirmish that ended up in somebody losing their life when, quote unquote, or allegedly, um, there was somebody from Gucci Man, uh, I mean, from Jeezy's camp who put out a $10,000 uh, bounty on Gucci Man's head. And it was reported that they needed to bring back his chain. And when they did, you know, um, they weren't successful, you know, and Gucci, you know what I'm saying, was the better shooter. And as a result of that, somebody lost their life. Of course, I'm not glorifying that. And then from there, after that, man, it was just... Man, T Jeezy has had some really great runs with some really, really great producers and DJs. But I guess DJ Drama Store, working, at first he was working with Gucci. I mean, at first he was working with, with Jeezy. Then he started working with Gucci. As a result of that, DJ Drama and his team got into it with Gucci. Boom. Then he would start working with Coach K. Coach K was working with Jeezy. Then he started working with Gucci. Right? So, you know, there was some... There were some difficulties there, but ultimately you have to think about this, right? And we're talking about the character of these men. These men in their own right has carried their own labels and have seen their own superstars um, come from that. Of course, boys from the hood, anybody can remember that. And then CTE, you know, with Slick Puller and Blood Raw, Gucci, you know, I mean, come on, man, with Frenchie and um, Waka Flocka and um, Scooter. I mean, you know, he, he his name even rings in the Migo circle and all of that. It's it's really, really going down between these two. But ultimately, I think this is going to be something that's going to be go down in history as the greatest. I'm not even I'm not even going to call it a rap battle. I'm going to call it a a salute. To the culture, because these people have so many influences. November 9th, no, November 19th, which is tomorrow, the versus battle is going down. It's going to be sponsored by Apple. Um, hopefully, they have all the equipment together because this is going to be legendary. I'm going to be tuning in on Instagram and it's about to go down for everybody that's out there. If you're new to the podcast, to my podcast, the chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, if you if you hear cars and shit in the background, you know what? I live in the hood. Um, I bought a hood house um, that I'm rehabbing and I'm just getting it out the mud right now. So respect my ground, respect my hustle and respect my hood, too. So, you know, what I'm saying just like that's just it is what it is. But um, I like to thank everybody again for tuning in to the chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I would like to know who y'all are rooting for. Are you rooting for Guwap, Gucci Man? Or are you rooting for 
Young Jeezy or Young or Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, y'all leave y'all comments. Y'all share y'all thoughts with me. You know what I'm saying in regards to the uh, in regards to the podcast and how I'm doing. If you have a problem with what I'm doing, guess what, man? I'm not ducking no comments out here in these internet streets. Be easy, you know. But I like to salute everybody for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool Aid Podcast. Quarantine Lean Volume Number Forty. I'm a holla, y'all.